the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. George Brockler back with you here. We're halfway through the Thursday show on the George Show 710 KNUS. Let me reset the topic a bit for those of you that are just jumping in. Uh, pretty lively conversation over the last hour. Some differing views. Lots of text coming in. I'm going to try to get to those. We also have callers, uh, Craig and John, on the line. I'll get to them as well. And one open line at 303-696-1971. The question is really something that de- uh, has developed out of the Kari Lake Jeff DeWitt incident, I don't know what else you call it, scandal that took place in Arizona that really came to a head yesterday with the resignation of Jeff DeWitt. And for those of you that that don't remember everything that happened, we played this clip in the 8 o'clock. Just bear with me, and Craig and John will get to you right after this, and then we'll get into the text and other stuff. Gee, if you could just play that clip again of what happened yesterday, and then we'll start the conversation. The tape speaks for itself. Jeff DeWitt, the chairman, though, says that it was deceptively edited. And just a few moments ago, he did, in fact, resign from his position. He said, in part, quote, in a lengthy statement announcing his resignation, that Kerry Lake's team threatened to release a new, more damaging recording if he didn't resign, suggesting that her campaign all but blackmailed him into this resignation here this afternoon. DeWitt also asserted that the secret recording, quote, confirms a disturbing tendency to exploit private interactions for personal gain, <clears throat> going on to even suggest and uh, openly suggest that has Carrie Lake uh, recorded her conversations with former President Donald Trump. <laughs> this is all coming to a head before the Arizona GOP's major annual meeting here this Saturday. Donald Trump is flying to Arizona Friday night to speak at what they're calling the AZ GOP Fest. All of this indicates that this is anything but uh, a, an AZ GOP Fest that we should be anticipating here this weekend. But now just literally in the last two minutes, Carrie Lake's team, a senior advisor to her team, has now just responded and denied that they all but blackmailed Jeff DeWitt into resigning. So this is all playing out literally minute by minute at this point. But in Arizona, a key critical state, not only in the presidential race, but also in the Senate race, uh, they uh, have a an infrastructure that is deeply in question right now. And this comes just one week after the Michigan GOP voted to oust their chairwoman. And so for the Republican yeah. Party right now in two key <laughs> battleground states, you could say that their state parties are in disarray at really critical times. Wow. Um, Jeff DeWitt, now the former state party GOP chair for Arizona. He's the David Williams of Arizona, or he was. Um, In his letter, and we read this last hour, he revealed that these were conversations that were surreptitiously recorded. He thought between friends, and he employed Kari Lake in her living room. Um, Fascinating, fascinating developments. But some of the questions I want to ask is get your reaction to the whole thing. But two, and and Nick did this when he called in uh, from that horrible, horrible speakerphone in his truck, um, the suggestion that I'm victim-blaming. One, Kari Lake is nobody's victim. And two, I'm not blaming her for what Jeff DeWitt said. I'm saying, what now? Is this the new norm? Can you trust anybody who records all of their otherwise private conversations? Let's get right to the phone lines. Craig, you're on 710 KNUS. What do you think? 
Yeah. Uh, Carrie Lake had a Rumble broadcast last night at 6. Oh, she and, did? Uh, and what did she say on that? You didn't, uh, you didn't listen to it? I didn't even know it existed until you said it right now. She, uh, she played the whole conversation. And then, is it, uh, is it different played... than the one you've heard on the media, Craig? Is it different than the one that we played? No, it's the same one. Okay. And then she went to her uh, CPAC speech 10 months okay. ago. Yeah. Where she, uh, she brought it up in her CPAC speech and pretty much described all of it. But she didn't provide the audio. And then after that... She took about a dozen questions, mm-hmm. and one of the questions was on uh, the employment issue. Yeah. According to her, Jeff was a fellow employee and not her employer. That they okay. both worked. So they were coworkers. The is same what you're saying. company. They were coworkers. Got it. And. Uh, yeah, I uh, I suggest that everybody uh, go listen to it. What, because what, it, what do you it, think it about all this, Craig? Her, what is her, what's your takeaway? Okay, yeah, but what's what's your well, takeaway having the, heard her on side the, on the on the trust issue? Well, did she talk about why she records all of her conversations with her coworker? She records all her corn. Well, it was uh, it was about bribery, wasn't it? Well, this particular recording was. But remember, one of the things that Dewitt alleges on his way out the door is, "Listen, I'm resigning because she threatened to release other audio clips and other audio tapes of recordings of conversations we had. I don't know what they are. They could be dim. Yeah, but so the question is, did she address why she records all of her conversations with Jeff Dewitt? How do you know she does? Did he provide evidence of that? Did he provide evidence of the threat? Or is it just his word that we're taking? Well, I, I guess we're stuck with him saying it until Kari Lake yeah. agrees. Why else would Yeah, the, we yeah, are. Okay. So, so maybe we should listen to her side. Well, what did she say too. about it is my question, Craig. I asked you, did she address it? Did she say, I've never recorded a conversation before? This is the first time. I'm, I'm asking you to tell us since you watched it. I don't remember whether she she uh, addressed a lot of questions. It was about an hour long. Okay, but kind of a big deal to know if this was a one-off. Like, how would she know to record this conversation? Well, she records everything. Okay, you know, so you just answered that, the question, that, that dude. She, when she goes when I say she media. records every conversation, how did she address it? You said, how do you know that? You told me she does. She records every conversation. Is that true? I don't know if she records every conversation, but but uh, when she does an interview, she records it. Yeah, but this she wasn't an interview. She records all man. her interviews. But this wasn't an interview, was it? No, this was a bribe. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was, but how could she know that? Do you know what I mean? How could she well, know that going into the conversation? You'll have to ask her, won't you? Well, I know, but I'm not her, but, I'm not her spokesperson. No, Craig, you're her cheerleader and defender, and I get that. But watching that rumble, yeah. you had the opportunity. You have the opportunity to make us smarter. I didn't even know it existed. I'd have watched it. But Do you did she address whether her? or not she records should every conversation? I trust her? Yes. Do you think I should trust her? 
I don't know, Do man. I can't speak. I, um, I don't know that I would trust anyone who surreptitiously records every conversation she has with people that think they're in private. I don't know if Do I can trust, trust anybody like that. Do you trust liars? Well, it depends. What are they lying about? Do I look fat in these jeans, or is it something substantive? Yesterday in your conversation with Joe, you spread a Democrat lie about Trump, about injecting Clorox in his veins. No, what I did was I read his quote. To come up, I need you to come up with that, that, conver- that, that quote, that soundbite. Yeah, I- where well, I came he up said, with the, yeah, yeah, you can't because it well, doesn't exist. I did. Either I invented it or I found it in a couple different media outlets. Now, they could be lying, but I'm not lying They're for lying. reading the quote I got from them. They, they are lying. That's a Democrat lie. So he never said that. No, he didn't. No, that, he was well, talking now about we are going to go find the clip, light. my man. He was talking about, well, go it back must be to, AI. Uh, go back to April 20th, 2020, that was the story of the day. It was, uh, it was uh, Scarf Lady Burks. Uh-huh. It was her reaction to his explanation of a peer-reviewed study of using light, injecting light into the body and using it as a disinfectant. Yeah, maybe well, listen, Nancy Pelosi. That was her. Hold on, uh, hold on, man. So when her I, version of what he Craig, said, if I read a quote of what he says and you tell me he later clarified what he meant by that, how is that a lie? You didn't. You you didn't. You say that's what he says. I need you to provide the proof. The clip of him Otherwise, saying it at the lied. podium, by the way, you the lied. clip of him saying it you at lied. the presidential podium is widely available, man. How can I trust you on anything you say about Trump when you spread Democrat lies about him? But How- that clip exists. I don't know what to tell you. If you want us to go find it for you, maybe we can do that in a future show. But go Google it yourself, man. You'll find the clip of him saying it at the podium. Unless it's AI, the man said it. Now, if you're saying he tried to clarify what he meant by it or it was taken out of context, okay, but that doesn't make it a lie. A lie is saying something that you know to be untrue. And when I read his quote, I don't know it to be untrue, man. That's completely different. And it's aside from the question I've posed to you, which is can you trust someone who records without your knowledge and out without your permission everything you say? Would you be different around that person or would you still be plain old Craig? Should I trust you when you spread Buddy, Can Democrat you answer lie? the question? Could you answer the question? Can you, can you answer my question? Should no, I... because you're not, I'm not on Craig's show. You're on my show. You called in. You made your point. I've asked you a question. When you answer my question, I will answer yours, okay? Answer the question. I ask you a question, and you don't want to answer it. I did. What I said is, it's not a lie. That's my you answer. Spread, you spread democrat lies it is a lie i just told you buddy it isn't a lie that's the answer to your question it is a lie yeah okay you (laughs) did we we can we can disagree on what a lie is and what disinformation is but i've answered your question now answer mine can you trust someone who records without your permission and your knowledge all of your private conversations with them can you trust that person 
How do I know that she recorded all the sweet the mother of God, Craig? I'm giving you a hypothetical here. Take Carrie Lake out of it. I know you love her. Take her out of it. If you had anybody in your life that was recording your conversations without your knowledge or your consent, would you trust them? I've had my conversations recorded before by people that I trust. Dude, do you understand my question? Do you understand my answer? No, I don't because it's non-responsive. You said you there is no answer to the question. I've had people record my conversations. The only question before you, man, and it's an easy one. It's a yes or no. And you're welcome to explain after you give that answer is can you trust someone who records all of your conversations that you believe are in private and they do it without your knowledge or your consent? That's a yes or no, Craig. That's an easy one. Do you trust them in certain situations? Yes, I can, George. There you go. What would those certain situations be, my friend? Well, you said certain situations online, you know, such as uh, do I look? Give me the situation. Give me the situation. I gave you the situation. I just gave you a situation. I just gave you a situation. What is it? Situations where I was recorded. Yeah, tell us what they are, Craig. You keep using the word situation like it's an answer. I've asked you what situations. Craig, what situations is it okay for okay. someone to do that? Then? No, I can't. No, I can't trust anybody that records. Are you recording me now, George? Are you yeah, recording yes, are. my conversation? We are, and we're going to publish it I on something you, called George? a podcast. But okay, you knew so, that when you no, called I in, can't. friend. No, I can't. Now, you now, called can in, I and you knew you that. Yeah, yeah, can but, I buddy, ask you a question? Yeah, as I soon as I answer your, your no, suggestion that somehow that this means I can, you can't trust me, you are consenting to be recorded, and you know you're being recorded. I'm not Kari Lake. I answered your question, George, to your satisfaction. I fell well, I don't know about that last part, question. but go ahead with your question, Craig, before we get Jim on. Or John on, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's your question? <laughs> Craig? <laughs> Craig, what's your question? I've got so many. I've got so many. I know, many but you stories. said you had one. Let's get pick your favorite. Let's go. <laughs> Craig, dead air is bad air on the radio. Do you have a question for me, or was it just postulating that if I did, I'd ask it to you? What What is it? Uh, are you going to watch the the Rumble interview? Yeah, I'm going to go back and probably listen to it. I don't know that I can watch it, but I drive around a lot during the day. I'll probably try to find a way to listen to it. And, G, if you can – I know you're listening, G. If you can find that while we're doing this and shoot me that link, that would be helpful. Is that your question, Craig? Is Am I going to listen to uh, uh, the Rumble interview? Yesterday there was a text on the uh, the Dominion case down in Georgia there uh-huh. where the guy hacked into the Dominion machine. Uh-huh. With his pen and changed the votes uh-huh. right in front of uh, Judge Totenberg in the federal court. Uh-huh. Did you check that out? No. You said no, you I were going to look into it. Did you? Yeah, I haven't had the time it? to do it, my man. You should do that. You should do that. Buddy, I appreciate the uh, advice and the interest. Thank you for calling in and having the conversation. Craig's line is open at 303-696-1971. James or John. God, I keep calling you James or Jim. Guy with the J name. You're on 710 KNUS. John, how are you? I'm good, George. How are you? Thanks for your patience, man. I apologize for butchering your name. Uh, no problem. It's uh, 
it's tough to mix up John, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I found a way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I read an account this morning that said that he had called her and said he wanted to come over and meet with her, and, but he couldn't discuss it over the phone. So, I mean, if she records all of her conversations, obviously that probably sent up another red flag. So, according, you know, that would be one that she would probably record. I think she's that would that savvy. would get my attention. A, yeah, she's been a savvy media woman who's uh, who's probably battled a lot as she was running for governor and all the kind of things that went on down there in Arizona. That uh, she's probably on red alert uh, most of the time. I know she's battled. Uh, uh, reporters by playing back some of their questions to her because they've mischaracterized their own yes. questions. Yeah, we. Yeah, I so, think that's super smart. I mean, so I think uh, I think she's pretty savvy about that. Now, do I trust her? Well, if I if I'm a person who, you know, I might have said some embarrassing things. Uh, you got to live with embarrassing things. But if you're worried that she might record some of my illegal conversations, man, eh, that's, that's that's on me. That's not on her. So. Uh, I wouldn't be worried about somebody recording me. I just need to know. I just need to be responsible for my own words. If I'm going to say something bad about you, George, and I don't want you to hear it, well, if, if it comes out, I just I own it. I it, it's uh, but I can't be saying I want to, uh, you know, and being embarrassed is a lot different than doing something illegal. So that is correct. Uh, That's not, true, man. And, and I'm not uh, this... I'm not worried about Carrie Lake recording somebody because of her history. It could. Maybe this guy, this uh, Jeff DeWitt, maybe he's been sexually harassing her for years, and maybe she's yeah, always. Th- we, we'd know that. We'd know that. That would have come I don't out know. already. I don't know, but you know, but, I don't know. Do but we? If she has the, if Jeff's right, and again, you have to take it with a grain of salt because here's a dude that got caught with his hand in the cookie jar and was forced to resign. You can decide what the reasons were for that. But um, when this guy says she the, has a I don't habit, know if he was forced to resign. He resigned. So he obviously thought he did something wrong or he wouldn't have resigned. No, right? no doubt. But remember the the reasoning that he gives and I, maybe she'll come out maybe in this rumble thing that Craig told us about. She reveals whether that's true or not. But this guy says, hey, man, her campaign people reached out to me and said there's a lot more where that came from. You can go or you can listen to it uh, on social media and everywhere else. That's what he says. Now, decide whether you believe it or not. But um, if that's true, if she records people all the time, and even Craig said that and then demanded to know how I knew it happened. But if that's true, my thought would be if you were going to talk with her, if you had a friend in your life, and they're not besties, I'm not suggesting that, but someone that you trusted, you worked with, maybe you thought you were politically and professionally aligned, and you had a bunch of conversations with them that you thought it was just the two of you or even three or four of you, you're just different when you talk than if you're like, Hmm, this is being recorded and it could ultimately be used in social media. You would be very different, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, for sure. If that is true and you're a US senator from another state, a Republican from another state and she gets elected, how do you trust that she's not recording every conversation she has with you in the office? Mm, I probably I wouldn't know, but you, Again, you wouldn't know, but wouldn't you, you presume now? Wouldn't you presume? Well, I would hope I would have some integrity not to say anything that's going to be illegal. Yeah, yeah, the illegal part I get. But what if it's something else? What if it's talking about you know, embarrassing um, compromise or I don't like this Yeah, yeah, guy but the embarrassing or... thing could be what you mentioned before. You guys are sitting around and, you know, you're a senator who says something like, look, this this bill by Ted Cruz, Ted's just a moron. He doesn't understand or, this area, blah, 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 like blah. Or like that president is so old. Yeah, yeah, or that, that yeah, yeah or something yeah, that like that, right? Like, yeah. 
you, got it. If you thought if you thought I don't even have the ability to express these kinds of comments and stuff like this in private, aren't you completely different with that other person? And the reason that's important is if you are so guarded around that person who's a member of your caucus, doesn't it diminish their effectiveness in office if nobody trusts to have a a conversation with her because they don't know when it's going to be used against them. My God, she held on to this one for 10 months. Yeah, she released it or they released Who Who released this anyway? I, I don't know, but we know she made it and had possession of it, so I, I find it a little yeah, hard to believe know? that someone did it without her knowledge and permission. Well, and I, well, you never know. I, I, the, uh, the sting, you know, the, the FBI, who knows? This could have been, Jeff could have been recording it too, you know, set carry up to set her to get a sting on her, use her later on down the road uh, to be able to be controlled. So I don't know who who's recording who. I guess she did. I know she – I don't know who released it. Obviously, she recorded it. you uh, got to believe but, if he had the recording, he'd release it now, John, because he had said, hey, it was very selective and edited. And it's like, okay, well, the proof of that is if you play the whole thing. And so if he had yeah, it, I think okay. he'd have played it. But, but you raise well, another question. Are it, we he, in the new norm? John, is this the new yeah, norm no, for politics is. where you have to presume that every person who isn't you is out there recording your conversations that you think are private for some future political gain? I mean, wouldn't that well, just dramatically think, change politics? Well, maybe it would change it for the better if people were honest. It, it might, and I appreciate that take on it, but it might also keep us from knowing people's true motivations because once this thing gets revealed once it happens one more time all of a sudden everybody holds back the uh, the inside voice right they never let it out they don't say the things out loud but i think it diminishes the effectiveness not even in politics man but if you had a coworker that you had to work with and trust to get certain things done if you thought the things that you said in that trust tree were going to be broadcast and potentially used against you that trust tree becomes a trust twig and there's and there's nothing. I mean, it it diminishes the efficiency. Like, I mean, imagine in a military unit, and I'm not talking tactics or super secret stuff, but just the stuff that soldiers talk about. If you thought that a soldier was recording you, and was able to send that up the the chain of command, it would dramatically reduce the trust and efficiency of those units. That's true with business, and my guess is it's true with politics. It's a worrying trend. Oh. Completely in, in a in a spree de corps of a unit, you bet. If yeah. uh, if soldiers couldn't be you know talk to each other, but I think they end up sorting that out. You know, somebody as somebody else is not trust. I think that gets sorted out pretty quickly. Well, listen, this is a great conversation, John. I appreciate your perspective, and I agree with you. Thanks for the call, John. Uh, I appreciate the extra information that she had received. Some call from this dude, Jeff Dewitt, who had said, "Hey, I want to talk to you about something I can't say over the phone." That would get me thinking, what the hell can't you say over the phone? I mean, unless you were working for the mob, who's listening in? Maybe China, but you know what I mean. I think that would change it a little bit. But this revelation that she records people all the time, dang, man, doesn't that – couldn't this change politics? The new Kari Lake rule where you can't trust anybody, even your coworkers, your friends, your political, your political allies, because you worry about what they're going to use the recording for. I think it could change everything. What do you think? 303-696-1971. We've got uh, a bunch of other callers on the line here, including Joan and Ralph, and I think maybe John's line is open. Uh, you can fill that. We'll try to get to the text here, but i got to cut away for a break, not until I tell you about Joyce and Brent Tolliver. That's the mom and son 
dynamic duo that does the uh, stuff that you can't see. People coming over to your house, they're not going to get to see the magic that you know exists in your cabinetry because it's stuck there behind those great cabinet doors. Brent and Joyce come over. They look at your current cabinet situation, whether it's in your kitchen, your bathroom, your laundry room, wherever, garage too. I guess people have cabinets in their garage. And they say, here's what we can do to make this efficient. We can have these roll them out shelves that will allow you to have access to things way back in the crevices that otherwise you'd forget about or you'd have to crawl around on your hand and, hands and knees to get that lower back strain. Get rid of all that stuff. Call up Brent and Joyce Tolliver. It is a completely free in-home estimate. They came out to my house and did it. It was fantastic. 303-475-9601. 303-475-9601. Or you can go to rollemoutshelves.com. That's rollemoutshelves.com. Joan. Ralph, everybody else calling in, stick around. We'll get to you. It's George Brockler, 710 KNUS. George Brockler back with you here, 710 KNUS. Uh, if you're experiencing chronic pain in your shoulders, your knees, your elbows, whatever those joints are, uh, remember you have an option, right? Of the, of the regular things that your mind can think of, you may not be thinking of regenerative medicine, but if you do think of regenerative medicine, and you should, our friends at QC Kinetics are the folks that make it all so possible and at such a reasonable price. In fact, I told you that we had friends of ours that did the regenerative medicine thing on her knee, on uh, mom, the wife's knee, and uh, it saved them tens of thousands of dollars of expenses. Tens of, because they didn't have to do the surgery and the rehab and all the other stuff that comes along with invasive cut you open and fix you kinds of surgery. Find out if you're eligible. Call them at 303-900-8986. All local medical professionals, 303-900-8986. Those are our friends at qckinetics.com, qckinetics.com. Walk in, walk out, start healing because of you. Regenerative medicine, QC Kinetics, those words are almost synonymous. Let's get back to the phone lines. Joan, you're on 710 KNUS. Joan, what do you think? Well, um... It's kind of interesting. Um, I have been sitting here going, well, I don't know what the rules are in um, Arizona, but I do know in Colorado that one person can record a conversation legally. Yep, it's the same in Arizona, knows. Joan. We, we talked about it yesterday. It's a one-party consent state, so you're right about that. So it's not illegal what Kari Lake did. So then it comes to interpretation and I had a friend of mine this morning send me this little blurb that she saw on the internet and it said Colorado House GOP leader resigns post after trying to hide DUI and gun charges and she thought that this was the same person who was running uh, the GOP chair here in Colorado as in Arizona and actually was very confused about it. And I was confused because I hadn't heard that Mike Lynch had resigned. And oh, so yeah, I went did. and looked it up and he didn't resign from the Senate, did he? Well, he's not in the Senate. He's in the House. He didn't resign his House seat. He resigned his leadership position. Right, right. So he didn't resign his House seat. He resigned his leadership And that I saw that he'd done. But if you read what happened here and and how they did it, it confused her 
it confused me. And the thing that gets confusing to me is when you say, and Jeff has the same position that um, Dave Williams has. And and it's just uh, not a necessary qualification. What are you talking about? I'm talking about how you've been saying all morning that the position that Jeff um, in – I can't say his last name. Um, DeWitt. 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 Okay. I'm sorry. Um, Jeff DeWitt resigned from is the same position that Dave Williams holds. But that, that's absolutely and true. That helps folks understand who true, this guy is. In the, in, but what? it's not – it's true – but it's not a necessary qualification. Well, it's not a qualification. It's a description so that people listening can appreciate. Because we have Dave on the show all the time. We talk about Dave all the time. Should... It's so that they can understand, I get who this guy is in the party. Okay. Well, according to this little article I just read you, they think that um, Mike Lynch is the party um, person. No, no, because the title you read is 100% accurate. Read it again. What does it say? Colorado House GOP leader. That's all Resigned. true. Mike Lynch was the Colorado House GOP leader. There's no confusion Resigned. about that. That is, yeah. Post. That, that's true. After trying to hide. Joan, everything you've read is 100% accurate. There's nothing about it that suggests or conflates it with Dave Williams at all. Mike Lynch was the Colorado GOP House leader. That is true. Yes, but if you don't understand, then you might think it was Dave Williams, and it's the same thing that you're doing with saying that DeWitt Hold, is, hold on, is hold on. I don't know anybody on the planet Earth. I don't know anybody on the planet Earth before your call that thought that that was a description of Dave Williams. I, I just find it interesting you had to keep saying it over and over again. I don't know about keep saying it over and over again, but in terms of setting the stage for the story, I want people to appreciate that this would be the same position, the same powerful position at the state that Dave has. It's not an attempt to say Dave would do this. I don't think Dave would do this. I'm just saying, hey, everybody, this guy is the Dave Williams for Arizona. Okay. And it's like saying, can you trust Carrie Williams now because she records things? It's Lake. It's Carrie Lake. Unless she married Dave for a second. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I did yeah, yeah. say. But, yeah. but when I ask that uh, question, it's true, but not just for Carrie Lake, but anybody that would surreptitiously record your conversations that you thought were private with them. Wouldn't that affect the level of trust you have for them? It already affects the level of trust. My insurance agent calls, and I am very careful about what I say. Um. Somebody calls that I don't know. I'm very careful about what I say because I know that I am being recorded. Yeah, but Maybe. then there are strangers. Then there are strangers. You don't know them. This so, is like a coworker, a colleague, a friend. Well, the other day I had a friend who said he wanted to talk to me off the record and have a, a drink and that kind of thing. And it's one of those things that sets up a real red flag. And quite Joan, frankly, did they, did they try to talk you out of running for Senate? No, not for Senate. And um, <laughs> someday, someday you can buy me a drink at the Douglas County Lincoln 
party, day party, yeah, and I'll Lincoln tell Day you. dinner. That's coming up too. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Colonel West is actually the. I think he's the speaker for that, so that should be pretty cool. Yeah, but tell me, uh, tell, tell me your thoughts again <laughs> on on this. Would you trust someone who was a friend, right? Or a coworker, or someone that you just treat differently than an insurance agent, or a stranger who calls, or someone who reaches to, out to you out of the blue, someone in your trust tree, right? If the, you if know, you all of a sudden know, knew that they I, were I recording actually, every conversation, and that those conversations might be re- revealed in a way that, you know, is pretty damning for you, would you trust them the same way? Um, that's a good question because I actually had somebody this past week who, um did something to me and I was like, well, that's it. I can't trust you anymore. And it was the third time that she had um, done something that I just was like, you've crossed the line. And um, so she sent me a very lovely email saying, sorry, 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 sorry. And I sent a message back that said, um, very pretty email, um, poor form. And you were talking to that other man about, being in the military and trusting each other and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And they said, he said he would get, they would get it sorted out pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think that probably, uh, she got, um, uh, a vibe from this man and she was working on sorting it out. And apparently she talked about it last March and it just didn't get sorted out. Just interesting. Joan, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you for that. Let me know. It doesn't have to be over a drink, whether you were talked out of running for the Senate or some other race. Uh, Joan's line is open at 303-696-1971. Ralph, from the Springs, you're on 710 KNUS. Ralph, what do, you th- what do you think? First, well, two things. First, thank you very much for a blast from the past. D.D. Uh, Mal. <laughs> I, I I, it I, just I, happened. I, I wasn't trying to refer back to another day, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, but the thing is that it's it's, it's really incredible that, that something that was so tied in Vietnam suddenly is part of your conversation. So, yeah, yes, right. okay. Thank, thank, thank you very sure. much for that. And I guess I'll use that as a segue. <clears throat> Long ago and far away, <clears throat> I had the highest SIGINT comment and clearances in Southeast Asia. Okay. Uh, Let's just leave it at that. But fundamentally, ever since then, I have never said or never wanted to say anything electronically that I didn't expect to see come back at me. Wow. And I think, no, think about it. But do you do you have a different think, approach to the spoken word, Ralph? I mean, do you treat speaking to someone face-to-face differently than you do no, putting yes. it in a text or an email? Absolutely. But you see, if you are talking face to face, you got one thing you don't have if it's electronic, and that is their face. You've got to read people. And fundamentally, I mean, I'm sorry, but this sounds like going back to the mafia days. Uh, Well, I'll put it this way. It goes back sort of also to the super mafia days because I was a partner in a tax firm in Houston, and we would sweep our offices once a week electronically. Um, it's just the fact that that's the way the world is. And anyone who expects that whatever they say on the telephone, email, what have you, isn't being recorded and can't come by back to bite them on the ass is living in a fantasy world. 
Okay, well, that's smart. That's smart. But doesn't this kind of eliminate that oh. as a safe option? And do you treat this differently? Oh, but, but, but the thing is, and you put your finger right on it with regard to what would happen in the military. I don't know if you're familiar with the phrase, but I was a democratic centralist type of leadership, which means that I let all my analysts have their say, and then I have my say, and it's sort of like Lincoln's cabinet. The vote is five to one. I'm the one. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> but, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, so the, the thing was that the North Vietnamese were doing the same thing. So anyway, but that's how you get the best opinions. And those conversations need to occur. They otherwise, do. You're right, they do. Otherwise, you're stuck with whatever is your best solution when somebody else may have a better one. That's what you need is the best solution in military. Frankly, you also need it in politics. And now here's my other point, Rosemary Woods. Remember that taping your opponents or other people or even friends' conversations goes at least as far back as Lyndon Johnson and Richard Nixon. Any politician who assumes that they're not being taped on the phone, I use the word tape, but recorded, better word, on the phone, um, well, that explains why I'm not a politician, I think. Well, well, Ralph, by the way, your timing on that revelation is ridiculously good because I think I read that a couple days ago was the anniversary of the revelation by Alexander Butterfield, a retired, I think, Air Force colonel, um, who yes. was the guy that installed that voice-activated recording system in, in Nixon's Oval Office, at his request, by the way, for purposes of posterity oh, yes. and all that other stuff. I think that was just... I can't remember what year that was, but I think we just hit the anniversary of it. So your reference is fantastic. But wouldn't the difference be this? If you walked into the Oval Office, and there should be a place where the president can have candid conversations with people that will never come back to haunt him. That, I believe that, right? But you don't have the same expectation of privacy walking into a government-paid-for building with a government official that you would if you're sitting in someone's living room having a conversation, would you? No. And that's, but that, see, that's the thing that what Kerry Lake is doing is no better, no worse than what Johnson, Lyndon Johnson did and Richard Nixon did. It's just that that has gone from being abnormal and something that Nixon had to leave the White House for to now becoming the new normal. Although I don't think it's a good he, idea, but although go ahead. It much, I'm glad you brought up the Nixon thing. Nixon's exit from the office wasn't because he was recording conversations. It was because he, in those recorded conversations, he's trying to cover up the break-in of the, of the Watergate. But I get Where, your point. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the but, I, but I, also I remember, point. remember that he also tried to alter those tapes, which is yeah, again well, something he did. That he did. There's those missing yeah. seconds. However many seconds are missing from the tape? Seventeen minutes, to be exact. That's I right. Think it's Seventeen minutes. minutes. It's, 17 or 19, but there something were like two that. erasures on that tape. So two people are at two different times. They erase something. But the thing is, George, we have to trust each other for this thing called the Constitution to work. And what you and I are seeing, and I admit that I'm a rhino. You can pick your own. But fundamentally, where we're headed in both directions, and again, I go yeah. back to 
Lyndon Baines Johnson and Richard Milhouse Nixon. Both of our parties, in order to win, are becoming more and more willing to do whatever it takes. Well, and now it's not even just parties. It's individual candidates. Hey, hey Ralph, yes. I, I love your you. mastery of the, of the history and the fact that you talk so much from experience. Forgive me, I'm up against a break here, but please keep oh. listening and calling. I really appreciate the conversation. Thank you. You're going to have to DD Mao out of this one. 303-696-1971. Ralph's line is open. I promise that uh, Ron and everyone else, we're going to get to you after this break. i got to tell you about our friends at Empower Home Team of Keller Williams. Yep, that's Gay Ribble. They can assist you. They sell with certainty. That's their program, the Sell with Certainty program. I've told you about so many times. It does away with all of those agonizing questions and tensions that come with selling a home. They guarantee the sale your timing, your price, or they make up for the difference with money. That's a big deal. Call them at 833-301-SOLD, 833-301-SOLD. But they have this great website called sellwithcertaintycolorado.com, sellwithcertaintycolorado.com. You can also check out their jillions of five-star Google reviews. Uh, They've done it all in every kind of market, including this very challenging one. Gay just knows stuff, and she gets to use that for your benefit. Check them out at 833-301-SOLD. Just that number, 833-301-SOLD, or sellwithcertaintycolorado.com, sellwithcertaintycolorado.com. When we come back, your text, your calls, George Brockler, 710 KNUS. George Brockler back with you here, 710 KNUS. Not a ton of time left, but enough to tell you that, listen, what goes on inside your mouth is your own business. But how to keep that mouth healthy, clean, something you want to use all the time when you show those pearly whites, well, that's Twin Aspen Dental Center's business right there. Here's one thing that they do in particular. If you've got missing teeth and you're just tired of that hassle, it makes you feel self-conscious, you don't like to show off your great smile, These folks at Twin Aspen Dental, Drs. Richter and Snyder, great, great people, great senses of humor, too. They have this state-of-the-art cone beam x-ray machine that can look and see whether the bone in your jaw and all this other stuff is sufficient for the right kind of an implant or whatever they need to do to help make your great smile even greater. Eating, talking, smiling, you know they're all affected by missing teeth. Dental implants are the best solution to fix your missing teeth, and these folks know how to do it with the greatest state-of-the-art technology available. Give them a call at 303-841-7466, 303-841-7466, or check them out at TwinAspenDentalCenter.com. That's TwinAspenDentalCenter.com. Ron, you're on 710 KNUS. Ron, what do you think? Hey, good morning. Hey, that other that caller you just now had, he was very interesting. Um, I I agree that um, what, when you're in politics... Just always assume you're being recorded. Now, what was it that you asked as far as if it was somebody that you just trusted? Yeah, if it was like someone that you just took for granted, they'd be recording you. A friend, a colleague, a coworker, something like that. And all of a sudden you discovered that they had been recording their private conversations with another coworker. Could you trust them? Would you treat them differently? Do you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you be more guarded? Like, oh, Jesus, are they recording me? Yeah, absolutely, which leads me to a question that you would be able to answer. Um, If you ask them, is this being recorded? And if they say no, then doesn't that become illegal? Great question, Ron, and it's one I'm going to answer after the top of the hour because you've talked us through to the end of this segment. Thank you so much, man. Hey, listen, stick around. We're going to answer that question and others and your text. George Brockler, 710 KNUS. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.